Physicians are always building our practices, but who helps us build facilities that build our practices? You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, President and Chief Science Officer of Partnership for Cures, a nonprofit that drives cures to patients through repurposing current therapies for new uses. And my guest is Donna Jarmus, Senior Vice President for Development and Strategic Initiatives of the Chicago-based company AlterCare that builds and manages healthcare real estate assets. Donna and I are discussing how physicians can improve the success of our practices through comprehensive facility planning, especially around wellness centers. Donna, welcome to ReachMD. Thank you, Bruce. What kind of facilities has AlterCare planned? What's your focus? Our focus is primarily outpatient or ambulatory facilities. And we work with hospitals and physicians around the country to plan, develop, own, and manage these facilities. We are primarily their capital partner and their strategic partner for these facilities. Lots of hospitals and physicians, as you know, have limited capital resources. They want to utilize their capital for technology such as electronic medical records, et cetera, improving improving their information systems and also purchasing more high-tech medical equipment. So we as their strategic partner can assist them in the real estate portion of their portfolio. AlterCare would develop these facilities but also actually supply the financing, the financial wherewithal for these facilities and own the facilities so that the hospitals and the physicians don't have to be in the real estate market, and and they can utilize their capital resources for other other services. So you build these and finance them, and then do you lease them to the healthcare facility or healthcare group, or do you sell it to them over time? How does that work? Well, actually, all of the above. We initially, if they, you know, if they are short, they have a shortage of capital, initially we will develop develop the facilities with our capital, and then over time, and lease the facilities to the hospitals and the physicians. Over time, if the physicians and the hospitals want to purchase the facility, they have a first right of refusal to purchase the facility at, at any time. And what's the specialty of the Alter Care Group? Is there one kind of facility that you build more often than others? When Alter Care first started about 10 years ago, they were primarily developing medical office buildings. And now we have evolved to develop all types of outpatient facilities. It can be a freestanding surgery center. It can be a medical office building with a surgery center or, as I mentioned, a more of a healthcare village approach where it's a one-stop healthcare experience for consumers and physicians where you'd have a variety of healthcare services. You may have a wellness center. You may have some specialty clinics as well as physicians' offices. And as you probably know, with the, with the new Stark laws, for instance, with physicians and hospitals can now have some revenue-sharing partnerships within these facilities as long as the physician has his or her practice located in that same facility. So if the hospital wanted to, for instance, establish an outpatient radiology department and wanted to share those revenues with the physicians, if the physician office practice, practices office in that particular building, that would that works very nicely. So you talked about wellness centers as one of the kinds of facilities that you build. What are some of the key components of a successful wellness facility design? A successful wellness facility is very consumer-oriented. 
it's very much more of a retail type business, which is a little unique for hospitals because they're, they are accustomed to providing services and most consumers have insurance and then they're dealing with a third party for reimbursement for those services. The wellness center is a direct link between the hospital physician group and the consumer because it is a private pay, just as you would join a commercial health club, the consumers are paying the hospital directly. So it's a little different experience. But fi And financially, they're very successful, again, because they have this direct link to the consumers. Another reason they're financially su successful, all of the 14 centers that we have developed have been successful financially and have been viable because we implement a comprehensive business planning process prior to developing the facility. The facility is sort of secondary. It's really assessing the marketplace and determining which programs are appropriate for that marketplace, looking at regulatory issues, ownership, financials, all of those, all of those components and then determining, based on that market assessment, the projected number of memberships, and then the projected number of memberships really drives, and the programming actually drive the design and the size and scope of the center. So you may have, in a smaller market, you may have a 30,000-square-foot wellness center. In a larger market, you may have a 65 to 100,000-square-foot center. And again, that depends on the types of programs that are going to be implemented in, the, in that center. So how much might a wellness center cost a hospital or physician group? Well, again, that ranges. That's going to depend on the marketplace. If you're developing a center in North Dakota versus developing a center in downtown Manhattan, New York City, obviously the costs are going to vary and the, the market will demand the membership rates as well. So that, that really varies from market to market. It can be anywhere from you know, $4 million to $25 million. It just really depends on what the various costs are in the, in the marketplace. Describe for us what this wellness center looks like and how is it different from a conventional fitness facility? Well, if I could take you to uh, through a sort of a visual tour via the radio, if you were to walk into these centers, there's usually a very uh, open atrium area, lots of natural light, lots of energy, lots of activity going on. There, there's usually a suspended indoor walk-jog track. There are people in the aquatics area. There's always a warm water therapy pool where people that are people who are in rehab are utilizing that. Older adults like warm water therapy pools also just for arthritis classes and just regular swimming because the temperature of these pools is about 90 degrees versus 80 degrees in a, in a lap pool. In the lap pool, you may see Lots of people um, in an aquatics exercise class, as well as people doing swimming laps concurrently. We designed the pools so that they're, they can be utilized for various activities at the same time. You may walk over to the uh, fitness area and you may see a physical therapist working with one of his or her patients on the exercise equipment, cardiovascular equipment, and you'll see your average healthy person also utilizing that same equipment at the same time on the fitness floor that you'll see people in the free weights area. Uh, you'll see people having a heart-healthy snack in the heart-healthy cafe. You'll also see people going coming in to visit their physicians. At a minimum in our centers, we have timeshare suites for physicians so that special, specialists such as cardiologists and orthopedic surgeons can see patients in these facilities a very attractive location for most physicians because of the high traffic. One of these wellness centers generates probably 800 to 1,000 visits per day because people who are members are, are 
coming to these centers three and four times a week. And again, that utilization rate varies from market to market, but that three times a week is about, about average. So there's lots of activity, lots of energy going on. There may be someone who's just joining, who has just joined, who's coming in for their health assessment with their exercise physiologist. So it's a lot of healthy, bustling, positive energy, lots of activity. From a facility standpoint, would you consider this to be you know, high-end facility? I mean, is it going to be pretty ritzy? Is it sort of middle of the road? Where does it fall? Again, that varies from market to marketplace. If you're in more in a more affluent area, then the amenities would be the same, but the actual facility may be more high-end. If you are in a lower, middle socioeconomic area, the facility would fit in with the, with those demographics. So it really, each one of these centers is customized and tailored to the individual marketplaces. So this isn't a, a cookie-cutter approach at all. It's really we do our research up front through a comprehensive business planning process, and we really determine what the market will bear from a pricing perspective and also what the center needs to look like and feel like for it to be successful in that marketplace. And are you starting to build these with more of a focus on the healthcare aspect with physicians and other kinds of healthcare in there? Yes, we are. We are developing healthcare villages where consumers can access healthcare in a very convenient way. Lots of times consumers, the way hospital campuses have been designed and the way hospitals have been renovated and medical office buildings, it's sort of a maze to find the services and parking is sometimes an issue as well. But with these healthcare villages, it's very consumer-oriented. People can pull right up to the door. They can access, they can, for instance, come to visit their physician uh, for their annual physical, and then they can walk down the hall and have their lab work done. They can have an x-ray done if they need that. If they're um, overweight, their physician can, can suggest, well, maybe you need to join the wellness center, and they can give you some nutritional counseling on how to lose weight or stop smoking or manage your stress, whatever your issues might be. The accessibility and the convenience are really key. It's more of a consumer-focused healthcare experience. How can a wellness center improve patient care and a physician's bottom line? I want to thank my guest, Donna Jarmus, Senior Vice President for Development and Strategic Initiatives of the Chicago-based AlterCare Company, for sharing her insights into building and running wellness centers. I'm attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, President and Chief Science Officer of Partnership for Cures. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your questions and comments. Please visit us at ReachMD.com, where you can find our new on-demand and podcast features that will allow you access to our entire program library. And thank you for listening.